Please keep in mind that any medical advice given on this episode is strictly for educational purposes only. Please consult your primary care provider or your nurse practitioner before making any medical decisions on your behalf. Now, let's get to this episode. All right, Dr. H listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about unlocking the mind, brain retraining, and psychedelics explored. And we have a special guest today. Her name is Heather Gray. She is a fellow practitioner, and she is a fellow podcaster as well. So Heather, welcome to Dr. H. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, yes. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk about all things brain and psychedelic today. (laughs) My favorite topic in the whole wide world. Awesome. Well, start off for those, the listeners that don't know who Heather Gray is, tell them who is Heather Gray. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I am the Lyme boss. Um, I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified bioenergetic practitioner. And all this came about. So I usually start at the beginning. I was, I was born full of shit, right? Like (laughs) how many of you? can relate to being constipated at a very early age. I was like four years old and remembering my feet falling asleep on the potty for, for sitting there so long, you know, and that was my first experience with let's throw band-aids at symptoms, right? Let's, Mm -hmm, you know, give her stool softeners and let's give her, um, thick, nasty oils to, to move Mm -hmm. things along. But nobody was trying to find out why this four-year-old was constipated. Turns out, my uncle had committed suicide around that same time. Right. And I think that stress Mm. kicked in my genetic makeup for celiac disease. And I was eating a standard American diet, stad diet. Right. So there was Mm. a, you know, there was a a perfect storm that was kind of brewing that caused my constipation. And then, um, you know, you fast forward a few more years and a lot of like early childhood trauma, a lot of addiction crap with my family and a bunch of other stuff. And it kind of I, I developed the nickname in high school, BA, you know, bad attitude. Like I was a very angry young woman uh-huh. and, uh, um, so the early childhood trauma, the sad diet, the leaky gut, the celiac disease, it made me the perfect host for when I did get bit by a tick when I was 13. And then I developed symptoms um, of Lyme disease about two years later with my first uh, stint in the psych ward for a suicide attempt. That was the first of many actually. And so that's why I love talking about mental health so much. I remember even being like 18 researching about herbs and, you know, neurotransmitters and trying to do more of a natural approach, but I was really, I missed the mark huge because nobody back then was also talking about the importance of diet and are you sleeping at night and are you pooping daily, which I still, you know, I wasn't sweating. So there was all these things that, yes, I, I, I was trying to take a more holistic approach, even at the age of 18, but I was falling very short from the mark because there's a whole big picture that needs to be taken into account, right? When we're overcoming these big complex cases. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I was going to say, just listen to all that. You're just absolutely fascinating. I'm excited. I'm so excited here. (laughs) So, I mean, what got you inspired into talking about or even getting into functional and psychedelic medicine? Like, kind of tell us a little bit about that. So fast forward a few more years, a bad marriage, 
you know, um, a kid who also developed celiac disease at the age of two, you know, more stress, more life, more trauma, more toxins. And mm -hmm. um, I was probably, I was getting, I needed to be talked down off a ledge again for probably about the 50th time in my life. And my girlfriend was like, you need to go see this doctor in Denver. I think she can give you answers. And I'm like, whatever. I've seen so many practitioners. They all tell me it's in my head. They all tell me my lab results look normal, right? How many of you yes. can relate to that? Yes. You know, so I go <laughs> and within five minutes of being there, I can't remember where she was from. Her name was Rosemary. but She had this really beautiful accent. And she just, she gets this twinkle in her eye and she looks at me and she goes, I know exactly what's wrong with you. And I'm thinking, bullshit. Like I've been here five minutes, like I've been searching my whole life and you know what's wrong with me. And she goes, have you been bit by a tick? And I was like, yeah, when I was 13, um, my mom took it out the wrong way. She used a lighter, used heat. And we're starting to find out that yeah. when you do that, it actually makes the tick regurgitate what's in its system. So you have a higher risk of getting Lyme yeah. disease if it's carrying it. If you take it out that way, there is a right way and a wrong way to take out a tick. Um, so yeah, so fast forward, hindsight's 2020. So didn't know much about it at the time. I was still not into the functional medicine part yet. So I went Western route because that's all I knew. Yep. And Western route was let's throw napalm at her, heavy doses of anti-malarial drugs, multiple mm -hmm. antibiotics on top of on top of very powerful herbs and other things. Again. He never asked me, are you pooping daily? Because I wasn't. He wasn't asking how I slept. He wasn't asking about my diet. He just went to war with a body that had been sick for decades. Truly thought I was going to die during that time. It was it was horrific. And that's when I, I took a step back and was like, this isn't going to work. And I actually heard the founder of FDN, which is the, the certification I have. His name's Reed Davis. And he was speaking on a podcast with Sean Croxton who uh, did underground wellness. Like he wrote the book, uh, The Dark Side of Fat Loss. Absolutely incredible. Um, and I was a hire stylist at the time. I didn't have a medical background, but Reed Davis was talking about how you have to make sure your detox pathways are open. You got to make sure that your hormones are balanced. You got to make sure that your gut's not leaky. You know, all these things that I was just like, intuitively the light started going off. And I begged my ex-husband at the time to take this course. At the time, it was only like $1,500 but yeah. today, like eight grand. <laughs> but the cool thing about the course was, is that you got to um, do a couple functional labs on yourself while you're going through the course. So you become Ooh. your first client. Right. And I was right. so desperate for answers. And of course I get it back. And so like one was a stool test. And so I had blastocystis hominis, which is a very common parasite with people who have pets, uh, which mm -hmm. causes a lot of bloating and pain in your gut. And I had, you know, candida overgrowth and my liver was congested and my hormones were off. And it was just, you know, one thing after another. And it was just like, no wonder I wasn't functioning very well. I mean, actually I was, I was functioning at the time. I still ran a business. I was still a mom. I still don't know how the hell I did it. Right. I mean, I was like going on fumes, but I, I somehow, somehow I did. And so that's, that's when I became a functional practitioner. Um, and, and it's funny too, because now hindsight's 2020, actually we'll get into that in a minute, but yeah, so that's how I got into the functional <laughs> medicine world. <laughs> okay. So is that kind of during the time where you kind of got into psychedelic medicine as well? That that's okay. kind of, well, okay. We'll veer into that in a little yep. bit. <laughs> Peeling it back okay. in layers. Yes. That we're, we're going in layers here, going back in layers. <laughs> Uh, so tell the listeners, because some people may not be aware, 
what is or better yet how do they differ between like your functional and psychedelic medicine versus traditional medicine for those that do not know so it's so funny I'll get more into this in a little bit, but functional medicine likes to say they get to the root cause of, of diseases instead yeah. of just throwing band-aids at symptoms, which a lot of times when you got 10 minutes with your doctor, that's all they can do, right? That's all they really have time mm -hmm. to do is to write a prescription or, you know, recommend surgery, depending on what it is that you got going on with. They don't have time what? to teach you. They didn't learn about diet. They got eight hours of nutrition training in their whole, you know, however many years of schooling they had, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's so sad. Um, the very foundation of human health and they get eight hours of training. Um, so functional medicine is, so they'll look at labs a little differently. So for instance, um, vitamin D, the normal range for vitamin D in, in, in traditional Western med is like 30 to 50, I believe 30 to 70. Mm -hmm. And in functional medicine, it's 60 to 80. Right. Because first off, if you've got a population of sick people and they're taking the averages of these sick people, it's going to lower that bell curve of what's normal. Because how many normal people do you know out there these days? There's not a whole lot of people who are operating at a decent level. So there's that one. And then mm -hmm. two, that's just normal. We want people to be thriving not just surviving. And so, like I said, functional medicine, when I get somebody, they're like, oh, my doctor said my vitamin D was normal. I'm like, oh yeah, what was that? They're like 35. And I'm like, ooh, let me get you up to 60 and let me see it. And then tell me how you feel. Like it's incredible when your body gets what it needs, how differently it can function. So, you know, I was one too in my genetics. I do not transport store or make vitamin D worth of crap. Like all my pathways in my vitamin D path absolutely broken. And so for me, I do require a higher dose of vitamin D on a regular basis. And then even now in Colorado during the winter time, there's a tanning bed down the street for me that actually has vitamin D bulbs. Cause everyone's like, how are you still so tan in the winter time? I'm like, it's vitamin D bulbs. Um, so I do that as well. Um, but yeah, so there's one of the, the main differences between functional medicine and kind of traditional wetters. And I'm not do dogging on Western medicine. Like if you get banged up in a car accident and you got to get put back together, there is nothing in this world better than Western medicine for that. But as far as like preventative yes, or, or when it comes to chronic sickness, um, we it's lacking. Yes. And I tell people so many times, even though, of course, Western medicine here, uh, I've definitely been looking into more of a natural way to treat things. Because, you know, you think about it once upon a time, like the elders, they didn't have all this stuff that we currently have. So like and I told them, you know, these people were living to see what, 105 plus years old, like off of what they knew actually works. So I was like, it worked, y'all. Like, why aren't we using some of that stuff? I mean, <laughs> amen. It's a little bit of common sense. It's kind of crazy how far that goes. Yes, exactly. And you know, with like the pandemic that we just went through, like a lot of times, like I tell my patients that are predominantly elderly, like we have to kind of be more proactive. And that's kind of where functional medicine does come in at and being proactive because by the time you come to me, now it's reactive because I'm having to throw stuff at it to like get it to work. But it's like, if you had just been a little bit more proactive with your health, like we wouldn't be as bad off as we are currently. Can I get an amen? 
see, people just don't, they don't get it. It's like, you know, Western medicine can only do so much. And the prayer as well, if you're not at least putting forth, I say at least 60% effort, because you need, you, look, you need a little bit more than half to actually try to get something to actually work. Yeah. But it's like, people don't get it. It's like, oh, well, I feel like death. Now I'm going to go see somebody, not oh, I feel just a little bad. Let me just go ahead and get this taken care of. They wait until they're like headed towards death's door. And then, oh, I feel so bad. Well, and it's so horrible because even a lot of autoimmune processes, they're showing that Alzheimer's and a lot of autoimmune processes, this stuff is in play 15 to 20 years before you even start showing a symptom. And that's heartbreaking. And I would love, love, love. I wish I could get a hold of 20 year olds and get yeah. them to wake up and go, look, this is what your 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s are going to look like if you keep living this lifestyle, if you keep burning the candle at both ends, if you keep not sleeping, drinking, partying, eating, processed yes. crap food all the time, like, you know, but I mean, I was probably warned myself in my 20s and I was just like, bah! you know, <laughs> I'll sleep when I'm dead, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> But yes, there is a huge difference to an ounce of prevention, you know, type of thing. But so, yeah, so then we go into the, um, so then functional medicine. So I'm like three months in, mm -hmm. my whole life has completely changed. Like I am 80% better in three months. It's ridiculous. Someone who's been suffering her whole life. And so it's, you know, seemed like a miracle and it really wasn't a miracle. I was just getting back down to basics. I was pooping mm -hmm. daily, you know, I was getting exercise daily. I was drinking filtered water. I was removing toxins from my body. I was eating real food. And then the body's innate wisdom was like, oh, I know what to do now. So then, you know, hindsight's 2020. I also found out that I had a little, I was living in mold. And so that's also part of my story. Wow. Mold is insidious for turning on the fight or flight uh, part of your nervous system, right? The autonomic mm -hmm. nervous system, you get your parasympathetic, your sympathetic sympathetic so the gas was on all the time there was a tiger always trying to get me yes yeah. and the sad thing is about mold is that once even when you're out out of the moldy environment it's like turned on the fire alarm bells in your system and even mm -hmm. once the fire gets put out they forgot to shut off the alarm bells so the alarm bells are still going off fire 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 even though mm -hmm. there's still not a fire you can't rest i mean you can't heal when you're in fight or flight. You only can heal when you're in rest and digest. So if you've got that gas on, if you're in um, sympathetic, right, you're not going to heal. So I had to detox some mold and then I had to go through some nervous system retraining, resetting stuff. And that's kind of where the psychedelics and the other and the bioenergetic stuff came in. And so I had to laugh earlier when I said that functional medicine talks a lot about root cause. But yes. I think, I think it even goes a step further is the bioenergetics because we are bio, we are energetic beings to the core. That's how our cells communicate. And if we don't have enough minerals and electrolytes, right. For the electrical pulses to work in our body. I mean, we can measure our electrical field. You know, our heart is with an EKG our brain is an EEG. And if mm -hmm. these things aren't talking to each other properly, if we get out of coherence, then there's another opportunity for disease to come about. So actually, I really think the root root causes the bioenergetics followed by, you know, then functional medicine type stuff. But so it was around 2020 and I had been, I had been better and then I'd relapse and I'd gotten better and then I'd relapse. I got better and then I'd relapse. And around 2020, I was relapsing again. 
I was gaining a bunch of weight. I was reactive. I was kind of picking on my stepson. And my husband goes, you know what? I'm not going to be married to an angry person anymore. He's like, I don't know what the hell's going on with you, but let, you know, I'll help you figure it out, but I'm not going to stay, I'm not going to stay married to a Karen. And so I was wow. like, oh shit, I better pull my head out of my butt and figure this out again. Right. So right. I started off by putting my money where my mouth was because I know functional medicine. So I was like food sensitivity tests, you know, seeing what's causing inflammation and I would get a little bit better, but then I hit a, a plateau again. And then somebody suggested reading the body Keeps score. Oh my God. That book was so intense and so triggering. Like I'm literally on the couch reading it, like ugly crying. And my husband's like, what are you reading? I'm like this little girl. And then her dad, he's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear anymore. But it was, <laughs> but it was beautiful. Just again, getting deeper into the nervous system and things that can oh. kind of help retrain that. And that's the first time I had heard this. And uh, so like a month later, I went on my first ayahuasca journey. Like I jumped right in and ayahuasca is like, they call it the grandmother. It's like one of the higher top three most intense experiences you can have as far as psychedelics go. So in, in true Heather fashion, I just jumped right in. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, it sounds like it was like truly game changing. I've heard just a little bit about it. I haven't really just dove into it to kind of like see like all the positive benefits and whatnot while, um, while using it. Yeah. I, uh, so ayahuasca that night, I, I seriously thought I was going to die. <laughs> I processed 40 years of mother shit in one night. I, uh, I actually don't speak to my mom and I haven't in quite a long time. She's a, she's a huge bully. Um, very mean, well, just cut me down to size whenever she gets the chance. And, you know, after I started learning to love myself, I was like, I'm not going to let anybody talk to me that way. I don't care if you're my mother or who you are. If you can't treat me with respect, then mm -hmm. you have no place in my life. And even though I knew it was the right decision, there comes a lot of guilt with that, especially with society of like, how can you not talk to your mom? And I, yeah. So that night I went into the intent of, I want to heal the female lineage on my family because her mother was even worse than my mother. And her mother was 10 times worse than hers. Like the, I was like, yeah, horrific, the abuse and the neglect and the everything. Mm -hmm. so, so I've never heard myself cry the way that I cried that night. Like it was, it, it was just coming from out of tissues and cells that have just been carrying it for 40 years. Wow. And uh, when I came out of it, oh man, <laughs> it takes like two weeks afterwards for you to fully re, you know, integrate and new pathways in your brain to be formed, completely life-changing. And wow. then, and then I learned some somatic experiencing work and breath work to kind mm -hmm. of help with the day-to-day -day keep the nervous system down because I was still slightly triggered. Um, like when somebody would walk into the room, my startle response was was over-exaggerated and that's not normal, right? You shouldn't be startled at every little thing. Yeah. And then every yeah. time I would get startled, it would, it would kick my um, adrenaline in and then just feel like toxic poison going through my body. So then I felt sick afterwards. And so I knew there was still some more work to do. So I went on a couple psilocybin trips. And then I went on a couple Bufo trips, each one completely different. So ridiculously different, totally different flavors, but just diving into the trauma 
in different ways. It's like coming in through the back door instead of having to like face everything head on. Still yeah. really intense. Um, I don't feel the need to mess around with too many uh, psychedelics anymore. Like, cause they were really hard on me afterwards. It takes weeks to like get your brain chemistry back online again, working mm -hmm. right, you know, but it, it was so worth it. Like I am now living with a level of freedom <laughs> that I didn't even know existed. Like I'm at peace and I experience joy and I, I just feel like a more whole complete person than I ever have. That's amazing. And it it just kind of sounds like using those specific tools literally allowed you to deal with all the crap that was just built up in your body that you didn't realize was there until it started pouring out. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. one of them, like at the beginning of the first psilocybin, it was so cool. It was like this, um, it was like Native American music coming on and it was like pulsing and it was like a night sky. And all of a sudden things would get traced in a rainbow line. And it was gorgeous. But then all of a sudden I'm getting um, a rainbow line uh, of a baby and being buried. And I, I didn't know what it meant until I was talking to my um, person who kind of helped me journey through it. And she goes, oh, that's the rainbow bridge. She's like, did you have a baby that died? And I was like, I had a miscarriage like 18 years ago. Like I was only 15 oh. weeks along, you know? So it wasn't anything that mm -hmm. I ever thought about, but that energetic of that baby was still in me and lot that loss and so it was just fascinating that it, it it was bringing out this stuff like I said that I didn't even know that I was still carrying right oh that's insane that was years ago you mentioned that was years ago yeah I mean I'm yeah I miscarried my kid my kid now is 20 so I mean that was probably 19 years ago because I miscarried about six months before I got pregnant with him so yeah, 19 years ago, never even thought twice about this miscarriage. And here it got brought up in the, in the journey and, and kind of got to, I got to put it to rest. I got closure. Oh my goodness. That is insane. Now I know what <laughs> psychedelics are pretty prominent where you are in Colorado, right? As far as, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard. Everyone's like, well, especially <laughs> ayahuasca. Cause when you think of ayahuasca, you think of Peru, most people do go to Peru to go through those journeys. <laughs> But um, yeah, there's a, a woman that I know, a good friend of mine, she went to Peru, learned for three months, was out there in the jungle for three months and then came back wow. and now she runs local stuff. But no, I am very spoiled being in Colorado. Like I can't throw a rock without hitting somebody <laughs> who's specializing in psychedelics. And so that I'm very so spoiled. Yes, that is so, so cool. I love that a friend of mine and I, we've been talking about um, psychedelics and stuff like that. She works in mental health. So of course, you know, it's of course mentioned as far as ways to treat certain mental illnesses, as far as them dealing with the traumas in a safe and healthier manner. Yeah. So well, it can most definitely be a fast track too. Like, I mean, like I said, I was yes. not kidding when I said I, I processed 40 years of shit in one night. But yeah. as I also learned, it's not the magic bullet. Like you have got to learn other tools. That's why I learned somatic experiencing work, tapping, mm -hmm. uh, breath work, because it's something that I constantly need to continue to work on day to day. Otherwise, new stuff builds up, right? Yeah. Um, my ex, not my ex, my husband, <laughs> now he had some issues with addiction and he did ayahuasca and in one night, all of his addictions were gone and were gone for seven months, but, wow. and we didn't do like we were supposed to. We didn't do anything to help him integrate this new lifestyle 
and he relapsed. You know, so like I said, it can, miracles can happen and that's just the start, right? You still have to put in place some sort of group, some sort of, some sort of something to help keep you integrated with this new lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. You have to continue the work because like, you know, yes, um, like myself with therapy, like she told me, of course, you can continue to go to therapy for years and years. But like if you like, for instance, they say, you know, you're good for right now, you don't have to keep going again and you just stop doing whatever was recommended then voila, like it's literally, you're going to be right back where you started or worse because the new stuff's going to pile on top of you. Absolutely. It kills me yeah. when I'm working with clients and, you know, a big, big thing I do is with autoimmune folks and, and diet. And they're like, when can I go back to eating the way that I was? And I'm like, do you want to go back to the autoimmune disease that you had? Like, I'm like, that would be like a diabetic reversing their diabetes and then asking me when they can go back to eating sugar. Like what? <laughs> No, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, when can I go back to eating garbage again? Because yeah. it tastes so good. Never. <laughs> but there's ways to trade up. Like I'm not a total Nazi. I, I eat amazing, delicious stuff all the time. But I've, I've learned how to use whole real food ingredients instead of processed crap that I can't pronounce the ingredients, right? Correct. Absolutely correct. Yes. And I think you literally just answered this right here um, as far as potential risk and contraindications for people using or considering psychedelic medicine. So SSRIs are a big one. So it's it's kind yeah. of a catch-22. It's sad because it can really help people with depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. um, suicidal thoughts. But at the same time, if you're on those types of drugs, you know, you might want to work with a professional to see how you can wean off before you can do something like this, um, if that's possible. Um, But that's really the only one I found out the hard way. (laughs) So methylene blue, are you familiar with it? Yes, I am. I am. So I recently, a lot of Lyme people in the Lyme world know methylene blue because it helps with a a couple of the co-infections, but it's a medical dye that's been around since the late 1800s, but it was originally shown to like get rid of malaria. Um, But it's got a lot of health benefits. And so I went to a women's retreat this summer and they were going to microdose, you know, so microdosing is just taking enough to kind of open up some pathways, but not get you, you know, high, right? Yes, yes. So I took the methylene blue before I went, but uh, methylene blue works on the same pathways as SRI. So it has a contraindication of not taking it with SSRI. So I didn't mm-hmm. even put the two and two together. So here I am now in class rolling my ass off, like so freaking high. All these other women are looking at me like I'm nuts because they're like, I didn't feel anything. And I am like whacked out of my gourd, but it was because I had taken the methylene blue beforehand. So be careful about that. So, yeah. And so, yeah, other than that, there's really not, um, you know, make sure that you're with a guide who, you know, is experienced, knows what they're doing and that they have set and setting correct and that they have integration correct. Because I did work with a couple of people that were just like, you know, I worked with them and then I really never heard from them again. And that's not, you know, there really needs to be some sort of integration set up. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Make sure, make sure. Cause it, it, it is getting to be, it's so new. It's still the wild, wild west with this type of stuff. And so really do your homework because you can really do some damage and hurt yourself if you're not working with this stuff correctly. It's the, yes. 
Yes. And I totally agree because, you know, of course, social media, you see people going, so I'm certified in this right here. And then they have, you know, literally no experience or like looking for new clients. So you don't want to just take someone that is super inexperienced with this and be like, hey, well, let's just try a little of this and a little of that. And OK, let's see what happens. Like, you definitely don't want to do that. That's right. bad. Yeah, for sure. Oh, goodness. So how does someone go about trying functional medicine as well as psychedelics? Uh, well, you know, functional medicine, there's so many of them around. I work remotely, you know, so if that's something somebody's interested in, they can contact me and we can run some labs. Oh. Um, as far as the psychedelics go, you know, it depends on which state you're in, you know, mm -hmm. um, you can check out my podcast, the Lime Boss podcast. That's L-Y-M-E. Yes. I've actually had a doctor in Washington who does them. I just had the one that went out last week was my, my guide. Oh, nice. Um, and then I've interviewed a few more that'll be coming out. So you'll have some people to kind of choose from. There's uh Ty and um, Cole uh, with mm -hmm. the condor approach, you know, so there's, there's a lot of really cool people out there doing awesome stuff, but Sadly, that's, that's not my area, um, but I definitely <laughs> could, could help find you a referral if you needed to. Absolutely. Yes. See, Dr. H listeners, I hope you are listening just in case you need someone. Heather has, she's thrown you the hint. So make sure you are tuning in to her podcast. <laughs> um, for the listeners that are unaware of what brain retraining is, can you kind of tell them what that is and what kind of benefits they would have from applying brain retraining? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I can even show you a few little exercises. I'm going to make myself look like a goofball here, but it's wonderful. <laughs> so Dr. Amy Apigian, uh, she teaches the biology of trauma. Absolutely brilliant woman. I did a 21 day course with her, completely changed my nervous system in 21 days. It was amazing. So again, I have a tendency to be kind of, well, not kind of, I am a type A personality who burns the candle at both ends. I don't know anybody who doesn't have chronic <laughs> illness. That's not a type A personality. Like it's just what happens to us. Mm -hmm. So I needed to learn how to slow the down. Yeah. And these exercises, they literally take 20 or 30 seconds, but you have to do them multiple times a day, right? It's like flossing or brushing. You know, you can't just every yeah. now and then floss or brush and expect your teeth to be healthy. It's the same kind of thing. And you have to do it when you're not in crisis, because otherwise when you're in crisis, all everything goes out the window. So now I have these tools, but one of them, it's a combination of two exercises. So it's called, one is called a VU with a push away. And so the VU is kind of like a chant, like an ohm. When we when we vibrate that vagus nerve, right? The vagus nerve is, is mm -hmm. touching everything in our nervous system, talking to all the organs, and it gets it to calm down. So we're stimulating the, the vagus nerve with the VU. And then the push away, a lot of us with chronic illness too, we always have a tendency to be a little on the empathic side. And so we're carrying a lot of people's energy that doesn't even belong to us. And so this helps to kind of push out your energetic bubble and give you space back in your energy. And so you put your, your arms up next to your shoulder and you're going to act like you're pushing away a boulder, like literally, like you're going to engage your arms and it's going to, you're going to push nice and slow. At the same time, we take a deep breath in and we're going to go. Oh, wow. Oh, 
feels pretty good. Doesn't that feel pretty good? It does feel right? good. I like that. And see, and then you can do it out to the side and then you can do it to the top and you can do it to the bottom to really push out that bubble. But like, so, like when I go to the grocery store, I can be a little, I can get triggered easily at the grocery store. And so people in my space. And so yeah. my, my husband saw me the other day. I just, I felt myself getting, starting to get triggered and I just started pushing that energetic bubble out. And, and then the rest of the grocery shopping trip went amazing because to my core, I love people. I'm a, I'm an extrovert. I love people, but for some reason I can, I can get really triggered by energies and, and then I'm a bitch and I don't want to be that bitch. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want to show up that way. I want to be the person who makes somebody smile or laugh, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I got myself into that bubble. So another really great one I love is, um, a hug. So a lot of us too, God, I was going through a divorce, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of hugs. I work from home. I'm looking at a screen all day. This is when you can do for yourself and see which side feels better. Sometimes the right over the, on the top, or, or is it the, the left over the top on your shoulder feels good, but you're going to cross your arms like this. And then you're going to want to lay your head down on your shoulder and close your eyes and just take a few deep breaths in and out, noticing your breath. You know, I'm noticing that when I start to do this, my body just naturally kind of starts to rock back and forth. But just stay here for like 30 seconds. <laughs> Tell me that That's doesn't feel good. yummy, right? Did you just I like feel your whole it. nervous system just calm down? I literally just stopped. I was like, right? Great. <laughs> so these exercises, so I love to tell people to do them too before they eat because, right? So, uh, we got fight or flight and we have rest and digest. So mm -hmm. if you're in fight or flight, you're not going to be digesting your food properly. So what better time than to get that nervous system calmed down is right before you eat. So that could be when you practice this. I suggest people, you know, three to four to five times a day, you know, set a timer or whatever it takes for you to remember, because it doesn't take long, but man, it makes all the difference in the world. And so that brain retraining, it just, it's just getting that nervous system again. It's getting with like bandwidth you're getting your bandwidth back in your yeah. nervous system instead of just being so reactive and all the time right? <laughs> yes, yes. So. it gives your our body a chance to recover like and actually just be for a yes. little bit yes like, yes oh, yes yep, yep 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 so the uh third one i can show you just real quick is you get your palms mm -hmm. get some heat going on your on your hands rubbing them together here and then you'll take your palms and you'll put them right up against your eye sockets, mm. especially those of us that are on the computer all day long, looking at a screen. Oh, yes. There's a, a correlation between touching that ocular nerve um, and actually getting into heart um, uh, coherence. Um, there's like a direct correlation. Um, so again, if you're feeling a lot of overwhelmed stress, you know, nice. I mean, Literally. look how... Look how short that takes. I mean, these things literally take 30 seconds and it completely changes everything. Yeah. So get your life back, right? I got so sick of being so reactive all the time and feeling like I didn't have control over my emotions, over my reactions. And this help give me that bandwidth to where then I could have control and, and choose to respond. 
Yes, yes. Choose to respond versus feeling like you're like forced to respond because somebody like pushed you there to yep. respond. Like, right? <laughs> then I can stand back and go, oh, isn't that interesting? She needs to work <laughs> on her nervous system. Yeah, she does. She needs to work on her nervous system. Well, and that's the other thing, you know, the poor Karens of the world, you know, I look at them in a completely yeah. different compassionate way because no healthy person reacts that way to others in in the world you know if they're acting that way on the outside can you imagine how shitty they feel on the inside and it's so easy to to have to react with shit with shit right you're acting like a shitty asshole to me i'm going to react that way back but how beautiful is it to be able to respond with grace and love and compassion and what a different world this could be like taking the higher road that yes. they can't take. Uh, yeah, they can't. They really they can't. I knew I there were times, oh my God, it was like an out-of-body experience when I was acting that way. I could literally see myself acting this horrible way. And I'm like, Heather, stop. Heather, knock it off. Heather, shh. And I couldn't until it was over. And then I'd come back into my body. And then I was apologizing profusely because, like I said, in my core, I'm a, I'm a good, loving person. And to treat people that way was horrific to me. And so I was always apologizing, apologizing. So how great that I don't have to apologize so much anymore. <laughs> yes. Cause you, you have control now of how you react towards people and around people. The only person that I don't have control is my son. And I'm still working on that. That kid still knows where like every single lit button is. And he loves to push that. <laughs> So, oh, I don't know I have arrived when, yeah, when I don't react with him so much. <laughs> yes, there you go. Exactly, exactly. Well, I love that. Well, what would you tell someone that's apprehensive to try functional medicine, psychedelics, or brain retraining? What would you tell them? Oh my gosh. Like right now I have an online course that covers a lot of the beginner steps of this stuff. Like it's normally yes. $599, but I've got it on sale right now for 97. So for less than a hundred bucks, you can take these videos and watch them and kind of get an introductory. I'll show you six more somatic work. I'll teach you some breath work. I'll teach you diet. I'll teach you why functional lab work over regular lab work. So it really does give a like an intro into that world. So that way, if you want to dive deeper with somebody, then you can be like, yeah, this sounds like a path for me or like, no lady, you're out of your mind, you know, but at $97, like it's a great entryway in. Heck yeah. That's a freaking steal. Compared it really to what is. Everybody else is charging for that stuff. Like you guys, you better jump on that ASAP. I have to find a happy medium. I, because of my heart, I'm like, I'm going to give it away for free. And I did. Mm-hmm. And you know who watched it? nobody because people people only there's no skin in the game for them right they didn't value it because it was free and so i took it back and i was like nope taking it back so yeah like a lot of people signed up for it and not one person actually went through the course and it broke my heart because like i said it's got so much amazing like i dare you to go through the damn course and not learn something like i that's been yeah. insane. I know, right? Even take the, you didn't even watch the course. What kind of foolery is that? Right? Like what when I was going you? through my health journey in the beginning and money was so tight, like I would have given my right arm for mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, yeah, I, I was kind of flabbergasted. So yep, I took, I took the freebie away. It says, nope, no longer free. 
<sighs> you guys pull out them the good cards that you know ain't gonna decline, and you better get with my girl Heather over here and swipe <laughs> this card for this good information. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, any final thoughts for our listeners? No, I think I've said <laughs> lots. <laughs> let them chew over all everything yeah oh okay well i tell you what where can my listeners find you if they want to connect to heather gray everything is the line boss on insta on facebook on tiktok but the website's the best because it also it'll get you to that course it'll get you to the podcast it'll get you to all the things so the line boss l-y-m-e lime like lime disease not like not like margarita's lime yeah yeah but the lime boss yeah <laughs> excellent excellent well i definitely will be supporting and following i absolutely love everything about this episode and you so thank you so much for joining us here at dr h today thank you i appreciate it all right dr h listeners i will leave you with this final thought Brain retraining, psychedelics, and everything in between can be obtainable with the right person leading the pathway. This is Dr. H. Until next time. From traditional to holistic approaches, Dr. H delves into a variety of topics, including medicine, family, mental wellness, and so much more. Continue to follow, subscribe, and share with others to show your support.